Soul Talk Podcast is your guide to all things wellness. Join me, your host Carla, as I take you through the many topics and questions that we need to be asking ourselves to improve our health and lifestyles. From food for medicine to women's health hormones and understanding our menstrual cycles, let's get the conversation started today. It begins with us. Welcome Paula, or welcome back should I say. Paula needs no introduction. I know a lot of the listeners will be familiar with Paula's episode on feeding your PMS. If that's not the case, check it out. And for those of you not familiar with Paula, Paula is from Glow Health and Paula is a nutritional therapist. So she's been doing her own research on Instagram, asking her followers what they want to hear about. And lately that research has shown um, that stress is a big topic no surprises there. So here we are with our stress episode. Welcome Paula. Thanks Carla. So a lot of the Soul Talk content is about uh, female health. This episode is for everyone so we're really excited about that. Um, And just on the topic of stress, um, stress really is such a big issue. 90% of illnesses and diseases are stress related. And in 2018, I was reading an article from uh, mentalhealth.org that said that 74% of people, and it's probably higher now, have reported feeling underwhelmed, sorry, overwhelmed or unable to cope. And that is probably something that we can all relate to. Um, So Paula, I'm sure you can agree with me on some level that stress really is all around us. Mm -hmm. And if we're not experiencing it, then we're witnessing it. And um, so I'm really glad you're here to help me shine the light on this issue. And um, so welcome. So let's talk stress. So the fun stuff. So we we live in a culture of stress, digital media, news, and we're bombarded with news every day. And even more so now with the global uh, current global health pandemic mm-hmm. that there's just no escape from and then you've got your social media and everything so like the digital culture is just so much bigger now than it ever was in ways that's obviously amazing mm-hmm. and in ways it's not mm-hmm. um, and I, I was saying to you before we uh, started recording that people don't actually know that they're stressed mm-hmm. so people just go through their lives every day trying to get the kids out to school trying to juggle their job and the gym and their social life and um, trying to make ends meet with their bills you know and um, people just rush and stress and they're so mindless but they're unaware that they're actually suffering from stress yeah they just think that this is their lifestyle and they have to just go from one thing to the other all the time and I'm guilty of that too and um, very much so and um, so how can how do you think people can identify stress what would you what would your opinion be on that and your experience being on that i think carla um there is like signs and symptoms that you are highly stressed and that your adrenals um which is glands in your endocrine system that secrete your stress hormones are feeling the pressure basically mm-hmm. those signs and symptoms would be um, a major one is fatigue so feeling like a tiredness that's beyond just your normal tiredness it's like no matter how much you rest sleep um, you always feel tired like you never wake up in the morning feeling refreshed mm-hmm. so fatigue would be a big one um, also anxiety 
um, a depressed mood, decreased libido. Um, and also if you can't handle situations or changes and do you know why Carla like if you like I know for example like I think um, road rage would be a really good example of this where you're driving with someone and they react to things mm -hmm. really like over the top and you're like well, you need to calm down mm -hmm. like that would kind of be an example okay. but like you just can't handle yeah. situations well or change well mm -hmm. um also um if you would be getting sick a lot it could be a sign that your immune system is suppressed that could be due to being mm -hmm. stressed all the time and that you find yourself um it's hard to get over like if you have any illnesses or if you have a cold or flu um dark circles under the eyes would be a big one and mm -hmm. um, it's a sign that your adrenals are stressed and um, insomnia so difficulty sleeping difficulty getting to sleep and um that is a real current like it seems to be a real issue with a lot of people mm. is insomnia and sleep problems and you have to wonder and think is this to do with stress yeah and um, could be blue light as well yeah, I was um, thinking that. so that's a biggie um and also like i think as well carla like this is my kind of ethos behind glow health it's like no you've no glow you've no spark you've no energy you know you're just consumed basically by your stress so it's hard yeah. for you to have that vibrancy yeah. that you kind of get from having like a a balanced healthy life i love that about the the like no glow because you can you genuinely can tell when someone's happy yeah or you can sense it in love yes. or like just high on life by yeah. looking at them and, yeah. and seeing their smile and their their skin glow is totally a thing and like and there, there's sometimes for me like um i would even actually say today was one of would be one of them um that there's days you actually get ready and put your makeup on mm -hmm. and your skin just looks duller mm -hmm. if you if you're tired and yeah. walking on or you know so and then there's other days you go oh my god my skin is totally glowing oh. and it's it's very much to do with your your mental state as well totally Carla it really so really is but what would you find your main kind of symptoms or what would you find what happens with you when you're stressed when I'm stressed I'm very snappy mm. um I'm a very redhead anyway so mm. I'm uh, sometimes on edge mm -hmm. um so very snappy um and short tempered right um and very tired mm -hmm. i would get tired the fatigue yeah so that really when you said about the fatigue really resonated with me mm -hmm. um because you're kind of got like your fatigue can be borderline stress and borderline depression yeah. like Throughout the lockdown and stuff, there was days where I just went, I just want to live in a dark room mm -hmm. all weekend and be alone. Mm -hmm. And um, my happy-go-lucky boyfriend, thankfully, <laughs> would never let that happen. Um, and he always pulls me out of my wee mood. Trailed up a mountain. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, but yeah, like just craving alone time as well. Yeah. Stress. Yeah. Fatigue. And that's good. That's okay. And that's good to kind of. Because I think when you're an empathetic person, you kind of need to mm -hmm. recharge alone. But yeah. I find, Carla, I've noticed I reach for my phone a lot. Me too. And I'm just like, Paula, stop it. Yeah. It's just, 
I think it is just like a stress, like an anxious yeah. thing. You just keep like refreshing your Instagram. Oh my God. And I had this conversation recently with someone and um, that I do that to, to be honest. And you refresh and you refresh and you look through your social media and you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes you more anxious yeah. because you feel like you should be, there's something that you should be looking for or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's actually a good point as well. I can definitely relate to that. What else? Um, I suppose maybe food. Yeah. Um, I if I'm stressed, I'll I want a comfort with a, with tea and chocolate or something. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, so food would be a big. Oh, that's actually another symptom. Is like an afternoon dip and kind of craving yeah. the sugar and the craving the salt yeah. as well. And that's such a big thing for a lot of people, isn't yeah. it? Because you hear of a lot of people going, I need my three o'clock um, bar of chocolate and yeah. cup of tea, um, or I can't function, you know. So, and then it becomes a habit. It becomes like it a becomes horrible habit. And cardio also becomes like a facial circle because there's stimulants and your body needs to repair and recover. And mm-hmm. if you're having those stimulants, it's not really able to kind of do that. It's food ability, so mm-hmm. it's a facial circle. Mm-hmm. as well but it's good to be aware of what stresses it and I think that's what we should talk about as well like that's, what are stressors yeah and um, that's like awareness really is a key yeah. word in all of this because you know you I think it's Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now he talks about um, going through your whole life asleep mm-hmm. and you know, you you get married in your in your sleep. You're not actually sleeping, but you're just going with the norms of society, mm-hmm. and you do everything in life. You just go through life in this state of not being aware of what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And same with stress. Once you're actually aware of it, and you start to go, why did I react that way? And why did mm-hmm. you know? And it's it's just a way of kind of. But we'll get to that. It's <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So Carla, I think um, just everybody knows and has an idea of what stress is, but I'll kind of talk about what stress is anyway. So it's the non-specific response of the body to any demand. Um, and we have our stressors, which produce stress, which we will go into detail, um, what they could be. Um, and it's important to note as well, Carla, we all need stress to stimulate ourselves and it does make us develop ourselves as well. It pushes us to do mm. things that probably we wouldn't be doing, such as studying yeah. um, or working harder, like if we're under financial stress, to be able to get maybe a better job. So it isn't all bad. Yeah. It can be good as well. However, um, it's very individual, like nutritional therapy, like the stress is very individual to the person. Mm-hmm. Um and um, what one person may see as stress, another may not. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of see that through life, like mm-hmm. even in your so family like, dynamic, like people, there's usually like a real stress head and you're just like, there's somebody that's so chill. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody wedding planning might find it so good, whereas somebody mm-hmm. else might find it really negative. So it's all yeah. very individual. Um, but I personally believe that nutrition and mindfulness plays a huge part mm-hmm. in this and it gives us the ability to be able to handle stress um, yeah. and it is important as well like within my consultations I will always always ask you what would you rate your stress levels um, and talk about your worries and talk about your stressors because Carly could be eating the healthiest diet in the world but it's not gonna yeah be as, as benefit to you if you're mm-hmm. under this stress so it is really really important mm-hmm. and 
it just seems to be getting worse and worse um, for people and the current situation as well. So the environment plays such a big role. Yeah, totally. Not totally. And things that we're probably not even aware are stressing us as well. But Mm -hmm. basically, Carla, there is acute stress and there's chronic stress. Yeah. So your acute stress is... um, when you would have like an alarm reaction, so say you hear a loud noise, you would like, <gasps> you know, that that would be like your alarm reaction. You would recover from that quite quickly. So you'd be able to get over and get on with your day. Yeah. Um, And this may save your life. So this would be like what you would need to kind of put the emergency brakes on in the car. You know, that's your, that's, that acute stress is what can save you like potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, And acute stress is needed for life and is essential for life. However, chronic stress is where the problems kind of lie, and that is when it's constant and repeat stress. Um, The body can't really recover for it, and then that's whenever our health is impaired, and that's what we'll talk about Mm -hmm. as well in more detail. Um, And where where do a lot of those things come from? So with the, the more chronic stress, would be more, would you put that down to being more like your environment um, and not getting enough nutrition? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It can be caused by like um, not having enough sleep, nutritional deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like the modern lifestyle, I think, plays a mm-hmm. huge role in chronic stress, Carla. Um, as humans, we're not meant to be living the way we are. We're not meant to be mostly indoors, mm-hmm. um, in stressful jobs, in these work environments. That's not our DNA. That's mm-hmm. not our human nature to be like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you find is that most people's kind of release way to relax, to wind down, is always involved like alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. Or not everybody, but a, a yeah. lot of people or even like I know our generation, it's recreational drugs, it's going mm-hmm. out of the weekend and, yeah. and doing that, which then is, again, it's this vicious circle, it's mm-hmm. a stress on the body. Um, but as well as that, like, even, you know, binging on Netflix yeah. and stuff too, which isn't, it's not good for you. Yeah. You know, it, it feels nice to relax sometimes and watch something that your mind doesn't have to work for, but it's it's not a good way to deal with it, like get outside and go for a walk, which we will um, get into into (laughs) as well, for sure. Um, I think, Carla, basically in a nutshell, um, we are sleeping less due to what you're saying, Netflix and phones as well, Mm -hmm. and the stimulants that kind of keep you up at night time. Um, social media, I think, plays a real part in stress as well. Like the, I know I'm really bad for this, Carly, but like the comparing yourself, mm-hmm. um, because you think like ten years ago, even maybe twenty for sure, like you weren't aware of like me. I know, like I would see people maybe that you went to school with or uni with, and they seem to be on to the next one, having children, getting married, and you're mm-hmm. like, you can cry yourself to that, and yeah. that can be, like, a stress as well. Yeah. Um, whereas back in, like, 20 years ago, we wouldn't have known what mm-hmm. Kiva in your class was doing, yeah. you know, that way, so I think yeah. that can be a stress. I think that's a really important point, um, and, and we're going to talk about a lot of different lifestyle things later on, but 
that for me is, was one of the biggest um, kind of issues with stress. Yeah. You've got you've got society norms and culture and pressures. Mm -hmm. You've got pressure from your parents. You know, if you're not in a relationship, when are you going to be in one? If yep. you're in one, when are you get engaged? If you get engaged, when are you get married? If yep. you get married, when are you having kids? You know, you have to graduate by this age. You have to have your big job by yep. that age. And, you know, and it's all just, quite frankly, bullshit. It like, really is. You no. live your life the way that you want to live your life. Exactly. Like, who's to say when things need to happen? I know. Totally. You know? I completely agree. My mummy always said to me, Growing up, uh, you have the luxury to design your own life. Remember that you have the luxury to design your own life. So I think that's that. really important. Like, yeah. you know, you, everyone does have the luxury just to um, design their own life to a certain extent, of yeah. course. Um, but it's trying to be aware of that and know that as yeah. well. You know, obviously, we've all got different things going on. People can have, you know, people can be cursed. People can be um, parents, people can be, you know, whatever, have a lot of commitments in their life that obviously that term would uh, annoy a lot of people yeah. to hear that. Um, but I think it's important to try and live that to some respect. Yeah, you know? no, totally. I love that, love that. Yeah. What your mummy said as well. Look, you're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, love her. And I think, Carla, to you're looking at what people are doing and up to, you're thinking they're living their best lives. Look at me, I'm sitting on a Saturday night, mm. everyone's out, you know, that way too. So yeah. it's just something to be aware of. Um, FOMO as well, that's a yeah. mean FOMO. Like, who cares what anyone else is doing? Exactly. Um, maybe I'm getting old, but I would rather be sitting in on a Saturday night now than to see you. Like, um, also, Carla, there's a I love Dr. Chatterjee. Have you heard of Dr. Chatterjee? No. He's brilliant. He's a GP who's kind of turned more into functional medicine, but he has a book called The Four Pillar Plan, and he talks about um, basically all these pillars of, that you need to address mm -hmm. to like achieve your best health, and one of them is he talks a lot about stress and he says about um and it really stuck with me if you're in a queue and you look around everyone's on their phone and mm -hmm. um, are on public transport and it's just like we're not giving ourselves a break we're always like yeah bombarding ourselves with information whether mm -hmm. whether it be the news or yeah even like whatsapp even mm -hmm. like it's that's a stress too mm -hmm. i find that a stress like being like oh i always have to message someone back things like that yeah um we're exposed to more information you already mentioned that in your introduction so social media and internet in the news at the minute which is such a pain in the oh big time <laughs> i've actually disabled any news notification that tries to come through to my really, phone. Really, like, I no. I have Sky News and it pops up and that's all I know and I don't read into it as long. I just get the wee like the headline and I'm like, right, that's all I need to know. Yeah, to kind of sort it in. I'm like, why am I even? I know, but sometimes it's those headlines that will trigger stress. Because yeah, true. Not great, you no. know, especially at the minute. Um. Also, part of reduced connections. Um. Mm -hmm. Which I think we're more tending to kind of go to technology to connect with people instead of face-to-face mm -hmm. -face. um but i do think this kind of leads to no purpose no soul connection so i think yeah. that's a factor as well we also have more toxins and pollution 
in the Western world, um, high blood sugars, also our Western diet, mm-hmm. which we're usually lacking in a lot of nutrients and minerals. Mm-hmm. Um, excessive exercise can be um, a stressor too, mm-hmm. if we're putting our body under a lot of pressure, um, inflammation as well. So that's an idea of what stressors are and mm-hmm. what can be causing mm-hmm. the issues. So Carla, basically what I was saying about the chronic stress leads to an overproduction of our stress hormone cortisol which you Mm -hmm. may have heard of so um cortisol is a stress hormone released by the adrenal gland adrenal gland sorry to help you address and tackle stress Mm -hmm. so cortisol is essential for life so it isn't necessarily bad and it's typically higher in the morning and lower at night so um that's another indication, Carla, if you find it really hard to get out of bed in the mornings. Um, it's kind of like an indication that your cortisol may be out of whack. Um, if you find you'd be more alert at night time and then you find it hard to get out of bed mm-hmm. in the mornings, it could be an indication of that. And that's probably a big deal for a lot of people at the minute. Yeah. A lot of people working from home um, with the you know COVID-19 and... Um, a lot of people's routines are completely different now yeah. and so even for me I like in the mornings I used to spring out of bed but it, it's a process for me now really you know yeah. yeah um not necessarily on the weekends yeah but um when I know I have to get up and log on and work for the day mm. it can be you know very I'm like, oh, I'll just snooze for five more minutes. Yeah, which is um, Yeah, so I think, um, and, and you know, a lot of people losing sleep at night because they're overthinking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's such a common thing. Yeah. Like, it really, really is. Totally, I know I'm a bit like that as well. Yeah, yeah so it's it's so accepted because, you know, people go, oh, well, I'll, that's just the way I am. You know? Yeah. But it'll be interesting um, to find out ways that they can actually bring a bit of balance. Yeah, totally. Um, And Carla, I think it's important as well that we know what happens whenever we are stressed to the body and Mm -hmm. systems of the body. And I think I talked about this in the PMS episode, but basically, and I know in your your episode with Danny Raw, he talks a lot about it as well, how... Our systems in the body, so for example, our central nervous system, cardiovascular, gastrointestinal tract, they're all so linked. Mm-hmm. And if one's affected, it has a knock on effect. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, yeah, I'll start with the central nervous system. So um, the central nervous system is there to protect the brain and the spinal cord, mm-hmm. as these are essential for life. So basically, without the brain and spinal cord, we, we couldn't live. Um, and when we're stressed, we activate something called the, the sympathetic nervous system, um, which is also known as your fight or flight, mm-hmm. which probably a lot of people may have heard of. Um, and this has a knock-on effect on so many systems of the body. Um, there is a doctor, an Australian doctor called Dr. Libby Weaver. I love her stuff, Carla. I've heard of her. And she talks a lot about studies that show that breathing from your diaphragm and Mm -hmm. exhaling out longer than Mm -hmm. what you inhale calms the sympathetic nervous Mm -hmm, system and gets us back out of it because when you think about it when we're in our sympathetic nervous system Carla we're in fight or flight and we are thinking there is a predator coming to eat us (laughs) there is that's our kind of like yeah 
genetic makeup we mm-hmm. think that there's a bird tiger lion whatever it may be mm-hmm. is coming to eat us so we are just like trying to escape that yeah but if you're breathing this way you're kind of telling the body and showing the body it's okay mm-hmm. because if that was the case you would never be able to sit and deep breathe basically yeah. so that's yeah. we're going to talk about that as well meditation and yoga and breath work is yeah. so important and so so beneficial for handling stress um, the cardiovascular system is affected. You will, um, you may have increased blood pressure, increased heart rate, and increased respiratory rate. Mm-hmm. And this is all because there's increased stress hormones causes this. Mm-hmm. So it's less your adrenaline gets going, and that's what happens. Um, your gastrointestinal tract is massively affected by stress, and again, nutritional therapy we will pipe on a lot about the gut and how the gut is so important Mm -hmm. and how the absorption of our nutrients of our Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. is key for health so basically that's not happening Carla if we are living in chronic stress and you find you'll have a suppression of appetite Um, you may have um, problems with basically passing daily bowel movements every day and you also will have like an inhibit inhibit um digestion and it makes total sense Carla because if you are in fight or flight why would you be de- eating food and wanting to digest it you're trying to run away from this predator so mm-hmm. your your body's just like forget about digestion I need <laughs> to save my life here wow so it's it's just mm-hmm. forgot about it and then that has the knock one effect on everything yeah. um the immune system also which goes hand in hand with the pandemic at the moment because mm-hmm. everyone like most people are stressed about it and it has put people in a lot of stressful situations with jobs finance mm-hmm. all that so but it's a time when we really need to be focusing on our immune system um so yeah our stress hormones inhibit the function of our immune cells such as neutrophils and natural killer cells which is not ideal um the reproductive system Carla so you find that women's cycles may be affected by mm-hmm. stress so they may be having irregular cycles or not getting any period whatsoever not having a period sorry and libido decreased again mm-hmm. why would you be in that frame of mind if yeah. you were in fight or flight it's just not really ideal um, also Carla in chronic stress situations DHEA which is a hormone which helps produce other hormones including testosterone and estrogen can be stolen like like I'm saying stolen in um, in vertical <laughs> can be stolen to make cortisol and when you don't have enough DHEA you won't produce sex hormones the DHEA, the DHEA will be favored to make cortisol because wow. the cortisol is essential for life mm-hmm. so it's going to favor making that over yeah. sex hormones again like why would you be wanting to have a baby if you are mm-hmm. in a stressful situation it's just not I love the way you picked that that's a, such a good way of, of looking at yeah. it and infertility is a big yeah um problem and stress can be a real cause yeah for that. from men and women for men and women yeah totally yeah. totally yeah and finally Carla the endocrine system so um, the thyroid activity can be reduced mm-hmm. and decreased production of the thyroid stimulating hormone THS mm-hmm. or sorry yeah T- TSH sorry which is needed to produce thyroid hormones T3 and T4 
So that's um, how all the systems of the body in a very shortened <laughs> version. A whistle stop too. Yeah, are affected by but like stress. All of them and like stress just like it really does have such an impact. Mm-hmm. Totally, Carla. And that's why um, it's such an important part of nutritional therapy mm-hmm. is to try and address stress yeah. first really with anything because yeah. it's so essential. And you'll like, it's great that as a nutritional therapist, you, as you say, you don't just look at the nutrition side of things. Yeah. You're looking at the whole picture, bigger picture, yeah. um, all the parts of the body, as well as nutrition, and then the external environments. As totally. well. So you look at yeah, the the bigger picture. That's like key for mm-hmm. nutritional therapy. It's not like a like and compared it to like going to your GP and having a short fifteen minute consultation and being kind yeah. of prescribed. A medication to kind of cover the symptoms we're trying to get to the root of yeah. the problem and yeah, yeah draw a picture of you yeah. and see what yeah and like everything that we talk about in this episode in terms of what stress is and you know we'll get on to the lifestyle recommendations and how you mm-hmm. can avoid it and um and all that it's it's a, uh just a, a kind of disclaimer like you can't avoid it mm-hmm. um you know it's important to highlight that we're all human yeah we all will get stressed and as you say stress is is good and bad yeah so we need stress um like almost like a little um motivator as yes. well um but you know no matter what we do unless we go live in the mountain in the himalayas and cut off all connection with the whole entire world um, and only from the earth and, and all this, then we are going to experience stress, whether it's work stress, relationship, trauma, family life, yep. you know, um, financial worries. Um, we're all going to experience stress. So no one's perfect. No one's life is perfect. Um, but in this episode, we're basically trying to look at how you can live with stress and exactly. manage your stress. Mm-hmm. manage your reactions mm-hmm. to things and um basically how you choose to show up yeah. so um one of my favorite um sayings it's actually from my favorite book and film me pray love um <laughs> it says that you should get up every morning and choose your thoughts like you choose your clothes mm-hmm. so like that's not going to be the case for us every day but it's just trying to cultivate that power of mm-hmm. like taking control of your mind so that you can um like own it yeah 100% I love that and be aware as well I think awareness is so important it's like basically what you're saying is just accept that it's going to happen but it's how we choose to deal with it and handle it exactly you know like it's how you like as you say like that that queue of traffic is going to be there mm-hmm. and people are going to swerve in front of you mm-hmm. and you're going to miss a red light and or a green light. You're going to get stuck in a red light. Mm-hmm. You're going to be late for stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but how you choose to react to that, mm-hmm. you can't change what's going on in the world around you. Trust me, I'm working on this a lot <laughs> myself. Um, <laughs> you seem passionate. <laughs> very much. You can't change what's going on around you, but you can change your internal world. So how you react to that, you mm-hmm. know, and it is, I would say, a lifetime and um, work in progress. Yeah, for sure. It's not something that 
you know, going off social media for one day a week or going to a yoga practice once ever is going to help fix. Yeah. You know, you might feel good for doing it, but you're just going to end up back where you were. Yeah. So it's a commitment and a dedication. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Love it, Carla. <laughs> I do. Um, so, Carla, yeah, I'm going to go on to food and lifestyle recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, starting with our Holy Grail, which we love, pride, and joy, magnesium. Mm, love, love. <laughs> um, magnesium is nature's relaxant, Carla. Mm-hmm. It calms the nervous system down. Um, however, it is quite hard to get in the diet. Soil mm-hmm. content just isn't as good as what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So, as a nutritional therapist, I always would ideally like people to kind of get it from food sources first. However, magnesium is a wee bit tricky and it's yeah. hard to get it from your food, but you can find it naturally in bananas, cacao, which is raw chocolate, mm-hmm. um, which you can get the powder. You can get the powder in little, like it's quite accessible everywhere. Yeah. It's it's really I good. I put for, it in my porridge and it's so nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. It's really good for magnesium. Your dark leafy greens, your spinach, your kale, mm-hmm. your rocket, pumpkin seeds as well. Um and I personally and I know you do too, love the Mag three six five, which is a magnesium supplement. Um which I have tried a lot of magnesiums in this form. It mm-hmm. just seems to work for me and yeah. is absorbed really well. So it's called Mags 365. It's really good. And for me, you recommend that that's me and we done our last episode together. And mm-hmm. um, for the podcast, I still at the same um, way I was with coffee back then. I totally went off coffee with adding the magnesium to my diet. I'm still exactly the same now. Unreal. And I'm having like... I would literally say like once every two or three weeks and um, I'll go out for a social breakfast and uh-huh. I'll have a coffee for the sake of it because yeah. I'm out. Yeah, but that's perfect. And sometimes I go, oh, that'll be quite nice. And other times I go, I actually don't want that at really? all. Yeah, so it's nice that um, I'm not craving that caffeine anymore. Yeah. Maybe it's because it might be easy and it's a bit more... Um, relaxing, relaxing, and I think as well, Carla, it is like an it it helps you produce your energy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love it too, because it is a relaxing, but it also is great for energy production. So it's a win win there. Yeah. So maybe you don't feel like you need the coffee for the kick. Maybe yeah, maybe it's that. Um, but that's really good. I know it's really good, Carla. I'm um, happy with it. <laughs> Um, a, a lot of studies have shown that most people aren't meeting the recommended daily allowance for magnesium mm-hmm. and also it's important to note that coffee, alcohol mm-hmm. and sugar deplete your magnesium stores so that's just something to be wary about. Um, people always hate when you tell them not to drink coffee. I know. But um, just limit, limit in it even at least. I think so Carla. It's, Do you think one cup a day is okay? I think that's fine and I'm not sure a lot of people would have. Exactly yeah and if you can you know if, especially if sleep is an issue you are best to try and get it in in the morning time mm-hmm. like personally I recently have um, cut caffeine out mm-hmm. although I had a cup of green tea today but um, I've really noticed my sleep is so much better mm-hmm. Carla so it just has to be, but I know it's hard to cut coffee out. Yeah. But yeah, if you're if you're constantly having to rely on coffee to kind of get you through the day, then something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and also, Carla, 
what works really well with magnesium and for managing stress is your B vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, so they work closely with the nervous system and are precursors for a lot of our neurotransmitters, which affect our mood and sleep, etc. Um, one in particular, B5, is necessary for fatty acid synthesis. And our brain is the fattiest organ in the body. It's made 60% of fat, so it's pretty essential for... Um, our me- mental health really mm-hmm. um and i think as well when you're when you're at a when your mental health is at a good state again you can kind of handle stress better mm-hmm. and easier so b vitamins are found in your grains so your oats rice quinoa buckwheat poultry meat fish and almonds and again your dark green leafy veg nutritional yeast which i think you have yeah. started incorporating into your diet recently yep Love and that, eggs actually. as well mm-hmm so yet your so magnesium, your B vitamins, and also omega threes, Carla, um, pretty essential for like overall health and well being. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of tying in as what I mentioned is with, um, so important for brain health. Yeah. So these stressors such as your job loss or social isolation or whatever it may be, um, can cause oxidative stress which can cause damage to your cells and substances substances in the body, mm-hmm. including your omega-3. So um, omega-3s are found in fish, um, oily fish. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this in the PMS episode, but smash, so salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring. Um, if you are vegan or vegetarian, flax and chia seeds, but I would recommend an algae supplement because you just don't know how well your body is absorbing the omega-3s from those sources. So An algae supplement? An algae supplement. There's a wee brand called Together, and okay. they do, you can get it pretty much, like in Boots I've even seen it, it's pretty accessible, and it's called, it's actually just called omega-3, but it comes from an algae. Right. And Feridian also do a vegan EPA DHA. Mm-hmm. Um, but the together one's more affordable, so and it's great. Okay. I've tried that one myself. And her um Carla, I love um herbal teas and mm-hmm. they are really great for I think they're great as a mindful practice as well as for their herbal the benefits of of drinking the herbs. Mm-hmm. So um there is a ton that I could speak about, but I'm gonna narrow it down. Licorice. Okay. Right, is really good for um, handling stress. In particular, it helps with cortisol regulation. Licorice, Li- licorice tea, yeah, licorice oh, in general. Like you can right. eat it or you can buy it in a supplement. But yeah, um, if you're having a herbal tea and you want it to have a therapeutic use, ideally you want to be going for three cups a day and steeping it for fifteen minutes at least. Mm-hmm. Pucka Herbs is a brand I love. Love. They do a licorice and cinnamon, and they do a three licorice one as well. I must get some. It's, that. it's actually sweet. It's one. If you're having a sweet craving, Carla, it's really good. Yeah, it's one flavor I never get actually. It's it's I like it. It's really nice, but it helps with cortisol regulation, and it doesn't make cortisol break down as quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then your body doesn't have to produce more and more. Yeah. Um, but if you're on blood pressure medication, just be a bit worried because it can affect, it can interact with that. Yeah. Um, chamomile is great in particular if you feel the gut kind of um stress. Okay. And a really good example, like that feeling in your stomach and stuff. Yeah. Do you mean? Like that and kind of... we could like this could be a podcast in itself, Carla. But the 
gut and the brain are so closely linked mm-hmm. so stress as I said before does have such an impact on your gastrointestinal tract but I always think like um you know when you have butterflies you feel it in your stomach like mm-hmm. it's such a indication of how closely linked yeah. our nervous system is mm-hmm. to our gut so yeah if you are in that fight or flight yeah and if you feel it mostly in your gut then oh can what a feeling though that's I know. so intense isn't it it is i was actually reading something on that last week um my i can't remember the exact percentage but it was crazy it was something like 90 percent of your gut instincts are right like they mm-hmm. what your gut is telling your brain is mm-hmm. is right isn't that crazy it's mental it was a really high percentage i'm almost certain it was 90 percent. really yeah you got intuition it's yeah. always right it is always right i yeah. think well for me anyway and i really try and tune into it yeah but if you feel like you would feel that stress in your gut then yeah calamity is mm-hmm. a really good thing um to incorporate in and it's a mild sedative as well Mm-hmm. Um and constipate like if constipation can be a sign as well that you're stressed because you can almost imagine like your muscles are yeah. contracted they're just yeah. not relaxed and yeah. letting think like your food flow through yeah. your intestine so spiritually to say that um if you are constipated you're holding on to a lot of shit basically literally, quite literally <laughs> yeah quite literally to say that um you're holding it all in mm-hmm. and if you have because stress can cause constipation or stress can cause um, very vast bowel movements. Yeah. Uh, diarrhea. Yeah. Is the um, so with diarrhea, that's more linked to um, like just kind of releasing everything and, and you, you've no control and uh-huh. you can't you can't hold things and you can't, you know, it's just like you're kind of all over the place. So, um yeah, it's, it's interesting how I, you know, it's, it's the mind body connection. Totally, Carla. Funny you bring that up because I don't know what's happening recently, but I feel like every single person is telling me that they have IBS. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly like that. Their, their bone movements are alternating between constipation and diarrhea. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a matter of people just are kind of being over diagnosed with this or they're self diagnosing themselves. But then you have to wonder, like, is it stress or Mm. is it like what you know Mm -hmm. is it stress causing that it could be food intolerances it could be a host of things Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um it is very emotionally linked totally and then again it's the vicious circle if your digestion's off you know yourself everything Mm -hmm. you feel Mm -hmm. it affects everything like Mm -hmm. you've no energy you like food becomes like food's a joy and going out for food is so like enjoyable and mm-hmm. when you have something like that kind of yeah. occurring you then it yeah. just it has an up on effect on your mood and everything yeah went on a tangent here food's a joy, <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> back to teas <laughs> um finally Florian tea which is my i love Florian tea carla Florian tea it smells horrific but does it yeah it's really bad i actually have a bag i'll have to give it to you to try i think you Florian is the herb from the vampire diaries that they say is the only thing that kills vampires oh, so that's how i know Florian of Florian but then i've been reading about Florian yeah. lately um just wee bits and bobs that i've seen on instagram and stuff 
and um about actually how good it is for mm-hmm. your body. So then I was like, oh my god, I learned about that from the sunflower nurse. <laughs> Florian tea is really good if, if sleep is the issue mostly mm-hmm. Carla it's really good for insomnia um, because like chamomile it is a mild sedative okay. um, it can be stimulating for some people though so that's just something you need to be a bit cautious about but yeah. it's just a natural relaxant for the central nervous system so mm-hmm. I love it I really love it Carla um and adaptogens have you are you aware of adaptogens carla or adaptogens are basically they it's it's they're it's not saying that it's going to stop the stressful situation from happening but it enables the body to adapt to certain situations of stress once you'll probably have heard of them probably like the hurt the adaptogenic curves that i'm going to talk about but rhodiola Okay. Have you heard of rhodiola? No, I haven't actually. Um, rhodiola is really great for, in particular, if you're, it's an adaptogen that's good for stress, but in particular, if you have a low mood, um, oh. it's been linked more to people with lack of serotonin and dopamine, so it works if low mood is the issue. Yeah. Um, but it's also got an anti-fatigue effect, so if right. you're getting that fatigue kind of symptoms, rhodiola would be your go-to. Um, it helps enhance your mental performance and it also increases um, oxygen capacity in the blood which is what we want mm-hmm. which then can help increase stamina and endurance so yeah. that is called rhodiola rosea um, there is a really good one with feridian they do a nice rhodiola they actually do a rhodiola complex as well mm-hmm. feridian is a supplement brand which yeah. is a really good quality okay um, and ashwagandha, have you heard of ashwagandha? Did we talk about that in the last episode too? I think you no, might have mentioned it. Maybe you did it. Is that the, the maybe the... The Shadafari. Um, yeah, mentioned. that was what it was. Ashwagandha, um, there's also a Pukka Peace Tea which has ashwagandha in it, but... Is that related to asparagus? Is that that one? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> asparagus tea? Mm. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Um, but Carla, ashwagandha is really good for the person that feels exhausted, fatigued as well, um, because it works in particular with your adrenal glands, mm-hmm. ashwagandha. So it helps with the overproduction of stress hormones. So if fatigue is the main symptom, then definitely ashwagandha. Okay. Um, Pukka herbs. I am. I swear, you think I was sponsored by them? By the way, sponsored by um, Pukka herbs. <laughs> Pukka herbs do a really good ashwagandha. Okay. And. It seems to work well with a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are two adaptogens. There's more adaptogens, but I think that's the two I really wanted just to mention and okay. highlight today. And, Carla, and would you, sorry, yeah, can okay. I just ask a question on the herbs? So I love going to like the nutmeg and stuff yeah. in Belfast. Obviously, there's people listening from wherever in the world that will not know what the nutmeg is. But it's basically a wee... Um, health shop that you can go in and you can buy the herbs and spices and all this yeah. to sit out. I know you love the nutmeg as well. I love it. So obviously there's wee shops like that everywhere. So um, would you suggest that people are better to get herbs from places like that and their teas from places like that? Or would you say that it's probably, it's okay to get the likes of pocket herbs and stuff in the supermarkets or what do you think? Um, Does it I think, Carla, it just has to work for what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Ideally, if you can go and support a local independent business, mm-hmm. it's great and more than likely if you go into those types of stores, the staff there are very knowledgeable. I know mm-hmm. like in the nutmeg they are, 
Um, so yeah, I think just whatever works for you. If you have access to those places, I know okay. some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, Pucker Herbs is in supermarkets, so yeah, it's grand to get your teas and stuff there. Mm-hmm. But I, would... I just mean from like a kind of additive and chemical perspective. Yeah. Obviously, Pucker's organic and stuff like that which is a great brand, but then a lot of people go in and buy like Tesco's own chamomile and stuff. And yeah. Is that okay? Or what do you think? I wouldn't really recommend that. Mm. I would always go for... A brand or... Yeah, like Pucka Herbs or... Oh, there is other ones. Another brand is like Dr. Sturt's, um and Heath and Heather is another good brand. But mm-hmm. personally, like I'm a tea drinker Carla and I just know like mm-hmm. by taste like yeah. it's better quality you can tea snob I'm a tea snob <laughs> I am there's nothing wrong with that Carla I'm a pure tea snob and um, I went to somewhere in the town recently and they handed me a box of twining that I was like do you have any herbal tea and it says they do twinings and I was like is this a joke where's my loose leaf tea <laughs> um is this a yeah. joke <laughs> Anyway, right, Carla, okay. so now um, we were talking about this before we started recording, but mm-hmm. I do feel like lifestyle changes is um, on par as equal, if not more important, than the nutritional changes when mm-hmm. it comes to stress. So sleep is huge for handling stress, and yeah. your body needs to recover, repair every single night. And if sleep is, um, your sleep is being affected and you're not getting those eight hours, then it's mm-hmm. not having the ability to do that. Yeah. So very, very important. And then it's hard for people to sleep if they're stressed because they have a lot in their mind. Yes. So people go, but I'm stressed, so I can't sleep. Exactly, Carla. And yeah. in that situation, I would always recommend to have a nice wee nighttime routine. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds really sometimes a wee bit childish, like I'm not a child and don't need a nighttime routine, mm-hmm. but really it just kind of triggers your brain to get in. Our body loves mm-hmm. consistency and it's like triggers your brain to kind of be like, right, it's now time to relax. Yeah. So my own nighttime routine is I always have a nighttime tea, like Florian or even the pocket nighttime tea or mm-hmm. stuff like that. So have your nighttime tea. I get my essential oils um, out, my lavender, love, love my lavender, yeah. get my diffuser on. Um, I would love to say that I do meditation every night, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be able to say I do, but like that would be ideal. Sometimes, yeah. Carla, like I find I dip in and out of the headspace, the inside timer, mm-hmm. those types of apps. Mm-hmm. I just love to put on a song and yeah. listen to it and deep breathe. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it just it's like less fuss it's less stress mm-hmm. and recently it's been the titanic really Le- yeah love love like the we not not like like the tune of titanic i just love him putting yeah. it on and just like <sighs> yeah i have so many nice uh yoga playlists i could show to you please do because yeah. yeah titanic's getting a bit boring <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, having your nighttime routine, trying to stay off your phone, trying mm-hmm. to get the like that blue light exposure reduced. Yeah. I really want to try blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. But you you have the, the settings on your phone, you can turn turn it down. That, yeah. But, I mean, but at the same time, it it's is. still a stimulant. It's still like yeah. it, you're not really switching off your mind. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, if you're finding yeah. sleep is an issue, that could be something mm-hmm. you can do. Okay. Um, 
trying to figure out a work-life balance mm -hmm. you know I think people are proud to say I'm stressed I'm busy yeah they are and I our get current that lifestyle and it's like yeah. no like you mm -hmm. need to relax as well rest is productive yeah totally yeah. um so trying to like get a work-life balance mm -hmm. um I know in some jobs that might be really really hard but if you can just like switch up like yeah like you're not able to see your emails you yeah. know just being able to completely switch off when you come home yeah um and trying to wind down exercise Carla as well mm -hmm. very important for like burning off and increase energy it's yeah. really good for your mood also mm -hmm. your if you're going to a gym and you're maybe in classes it's really great for like connections yeah um and yeah Get in, um, getting out in nature as well, which we both love. Always um, helps. Forest bathing, getting into the woods, being surrounded mm -hmm. by trees. Mm -hmm. I'm a pure hippie. I like to hug a tree. I don't know it's probably no, it's but like just up. hugging trees. Yeah, <laughs> like, it helps. It sounds really unprofessional. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, just to kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's just an energy. But it's also to do with the, the oxygen levels as yes, well and trains and, and with us and, and and how we are actually are connected. There is a lot of sense behind it. Yeah. And um, so I have been known to be a tree hugger also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Photographic evidence is out there. <laughs> See him. <laughs> And Carla, I've got to the stage now where like nature is a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. I always like like I crave it, and yeah. I do find I'm always I sleep better. Yeah, it's usually more than like leaving a friend, make it into a social thing. Mm -hmm. Bring your flask of tea, have a cup of tea mm -hmm. as well, and just like yeah. be outside. And yeah. I know in Ireland it's quite hard with the weather, but um, but there's so many nice places to go here and obviously everywhere. Like totally, you know, I'm always planning my next hike. You know, work my next, and that's um, why I, I would always post on my Instagram as well, yeah. like nice walks, because I just think it's so key yeah. to clear your head. It really is. Um, and yeah, as you say, there's loads of science behind it. There's loads of science behind forest bathing, and I've kind of became like I'm craving a hike. Actually, no, I'm actually craving a walk in the woods. Mm -hmm. No, actually, I'd love to go to the yeah. beach today. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've kind of know what I'm in the yeah. mood for. Um. And yeah, get your friends involved, like try something different. Yeah, and it plants seeds and opens other people's minds as well, you yeah. know. And it's like, um, there's healing, there's a quote, I can't remember what it is, but um, it's about healing with communities. Yeah. So it's, it's much more powerful. There's power in numbers, one of my yoga teachers says. Um, and when you're healing and you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people there's a lot more um room to heal and a lot more power and energy as well so if you know it's great to do things by yourself but when you're getting other people involved mm -hmm. and, and opening people's minds to things that you like too it's, it's nice it's powerful sure yeah as well for sure no, yeah love that um also, what I would say is just be cautious of your caffeine intake, Carla. Mm -hmm. It's stimulants, so if you're stressed, you don't need to be adding more stimulants into the mm -hmm. into the mix. Yeah. And I have recently been, oh no, not re I would say probably within the last year, maybe more, um, cold water therapy. I love mm -hmm. getting into the ocean. I love the ocean. I find the ocean really, really helps me yeah. de-stress. Mm -hmm. Um, again, like the trees, it's the positive ions, I can imagine. Yeah. 
and I get in and I'm not thinking about anything because it's absolutely baltic and yeah. you're like you can't oh really God. think of anything else you're not you're that. in the moment yeah. like you are literally in the moment you're focusing on your breath mm-hmm. you are just and, and at the same time you're just admiring the beauty mm-hmm. of what you're in so. and it's such a different thing to do so yeah well. totally and um, it's class to do it first thing in the morning I done um uh yoga sunrise um so sunrise yoga um and a swim mm-hmm. on Saturday morning at uh Helen's Bay Beach with Connect Yoga Carla from Connect Yoga another Carla um and it was so class like it was so different and yeah. it was just lovely and um you kind of left like you you were up from four o'clock in the morning away to do it yeah. and when you got home you were so buzzing it's like i don't even think i need enough i really? did have enough <laughs> i twitched away and a really nice sweet coma but um yeah it's class mm-hmm. i love it and that's like again that's the community and mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah i've done a few sunrises but yeah you'd be wrecked after we'll have to do one together so totally. we'll have we need to go down and do that happy bar one i know I but yeah i'd love to do that and then go for breakfast you know, <laughs> obviously um, obviously you know yeah. what else carla i think um relaxation techniques so this is where you will probably Mm-hmm. be able to advise us mm-hmm. so yoga i'm a big lover of yoga mm-hmm. um so yeah carla what we are so uh fastly running out of time on this episode so what i think i'm gonna do is um follow this episode up with um i'm gonna accompany everything that you said in this episode so this is going to be um stress part one and then i'm going to have stress part two which is going to be lifestyle recommendations where i'm going to only talk about breath work and yoga and okay. a bit of like ritually stuff Sounds so perfect. um a wee bit of like um journaling and gratitude journaling and uh-huh. stuff because um i was teaching a class a few weeks ago and it was all about um practicing gratitude actually releases dopamine uh-huh. and how that can have an impact in our relax uh response our relaxation response in the central nervous system and I just loved all of that oh, so um, I think what I'll do is um, I'll I'll do I'll back this episode up with um, some pranayama okay. um, methods some yoga bits and bobs I know you had a question for me about yoga and um, on what's the best type of um, yoga for stress so um, I'm gonna answer that in part two and, and also before we finish, Carla, my friend Kiva, uh-huh. um, I'm just going to mention her. Her Instagram is called A Mindful Cuppa. She's all into like meditation. I and... follow her actually. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, she's definitely worth a follow. Okay. And her tips and her yeah. posts are just so beautiful and Amazing. so inspirational. So I think that's worth great mention follow so, yeah, follow follow have you any um, um no i think that we'll wrap it up there and okay. um, if anybody wants to reach out with any other questions on part one you can message uh glow underscore health you'll get paula there or you can get in touch with me via soul talk podcast instagram or shanti yoga wellbeing and um yeah i think that was all really amazing okay well, i hope so and um i'm really excited that we've got an episode that we can do a part two with yes um and part two will just be me so i hope you'll all not be too bored <laughs>
But um, Paula, thank you so much. Thank you, Carla. Bye. See you later, guys. See ya. I had to stop because it was going to fall off. I didn't know. <laughs>